Want to hear something fucked up? What up? <clears throat> What's that? This is my letter that I got in the mail. Uh-huh. In the mail mail. Yeah. In the fucking paper mail. Yes. Dear Joshua Barclay. Yeah, that's you. We're sending you this letter. Letter. Yes. In the mail. Because you are an Amazon Prime member who has not yet used any of the video benefits that you've already paid for. Your Prime membership includes unlimited access to thousands of movies and TV shows available to stream through Prime Video. There's something for everyone at no extra charge. Visit Amazon.com slash watch now to get started. Then watch a movie or TV show and then select a movie or TV show and start watching. Basically, they sent me fucking mail to tell me, hey, you haven't used this service uh-huh. in the mail. Yep. Not, in- Not to my email. Yep. Like a normal company. I know what you're saying. Josh, they're going the extra step to reach you personally outside of the barrier that is usually between a company and the person. To which I respond, that is a waste of fucking assets and I'm infuriated by it. I get home from work and I'm immediately triggered by this. I am enraged by the fact that Amazon had the balls to send me actual paper. Do you know how many trees we cut down a year, Nick? I'm sure you're going to tell me. At least 10. You might be onto something with that. At least. Yep. That's fucked. It is. And Amazon is a part of the problem, all because I haven't used their stupid, shitty video streaming service, because I got no good fucking videos on it until, wait for it, tomorrow, when they finally come out with the Lord TV show on Amazon Prime only, and I planned on watching it. But because I'm me, and I'm triggered by this, I'm not convinced I'm actually going to watch that show tomorrow. Wow. He's a little mad. I am. I think that's bullshit. I was fucking infuriated by it. I could tell. I was yelling at Kathy about it. She was like, Josh, you're making a scene. And I'm like, I'll make a scene all I want. Then she told Nick he could hit me. She did. She did say I could hit you. Because <laughs> apparently I'm being a butthead. It's just like so stupid. It is. It is when you think about it. Yes. Yeah. I was so mad at that. I'm also real mad because all I can plant right now is turnips. We'll talk about that later. We're Navi Tales. Yes. I'm Josh. I'm Nick. And today we are going to talk about more Loron legendary bird. Pokemon. Pokemon. Just more. Just more than I the saw birds. birds. I got real excited. <laughs> but yeah, no. So in, in our first episode, our inaugural episode, we decided that we were going to talk about the legendary Pokemon in po- all the Pokemon generations and their real world parallels. But we'd said we'd break it up into three parts. Guess what, kids? We're at part two. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're going to just talk about Pokemon. I know in the first part we, we kind of introduced our introduction and love of Pokemon, so I don't think that's necessary this time around. All I know is I'm buying a new Pokemon game tomorrow. Yeah, so <laughs> like Josh said, we, we're going to split it into three parts. So if you haven't watched, watched, yeah, if you haven't watched it, neither have I. <laughs> but if you haven't listened to our first episode, uh, you can feel free to go back to that. You don't have to stop right now. You don't need to watch them in any order. You can watch them. I keep saying watch. You can listen to them in any order you want. 
but you can go back and listen to the shitty quality of our first episode, and uh, we talked about the main legends being legends that you mostly see on the box art or experience through the story. Yeah, box art, <clears throat> main ones, all that shit. This time around, we got more trios. Yeah, pretty much we're going to talk about the trios, and so anything that's like not the event mons or the mons we already talked about in the first episode. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start with Generation Numero Uno, the one I'm most familiar with. Yeah, so why don't you take it away, Josh? Okay. So the ones, the only ones we're gonna talk about from Gen One, are the Legendary Birds, uh, which are Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres, which Uno dos Trays. <laughs> They're all birds designed to resemble their primary typing. That's it, basically. Yeah. I mean, there's more to it, don't get me wrong, but at the end of the day, they're just birds that look like electric water or fire. Or ice. Ice or fire. <laughs> was there ice in Gen 1? Yes. Huh. The only things that wasn't Oh, in- right, because, yeah, ice was good. <laughs> I Ice was the glass cannon. It was good against the things it was good against, but it was bad against everything else. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So, other than the fact that they just resemble their primary typing, their names have Uno Dos Trace in them, which was the joke I made earlier. Because Articuno, Zapdos, and Mol Trace, which are Uno, one in Spanish, Dos, two in Spanish, and Trace, three. In Spanish. So, other than the Spanish, the French names all have references to different gods. Odin for Articuno, with the French name being Articodin. I I knew I liked Articuno the most. (laughs) Thor for Zapdos, which was Elect... Elect... Elector? 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 I like Elector. And Ra for Moltres, Sulfra. Oh, that's cool. It's got... Sulfur in it. Yeah. Uh, Articuno's Pokedex entries typically state that it snows when it flies or that it freezes the moisture in the air to make snow. Some also state it appears to lost travelers on mountains. Zapdos's Pokedex entries say that it lives in thunderclouds and can control lightning freely, much like me. Moltres's Pokedex entry talks about how it brings an early spring or brings spring with it. Zapdos might be designed after the Native American Thunderbird. Moltres takes a heavy inspiration for a phoenix. Lugia is also referenced as the master of the three birds and comes to call them if they begin to fight amongst themselves. I've always been a big fan. So, when Pokemon Go was a popular thing, I realize it's still a thing because you're my friend, but it's when it was a popular thing, we all had different... They still have them, but you all the different uh Yeah, the teams. Teams <clears throat> for the three birds. So I was uh the the Articuno, because Articuno is my favorite. Yeah. You were Zapdos. I'm assuming because Zapdos was your favorite. Um no, it was just because everybody else I knew was on Zapdos. And was it was Instinct, Valor, and Mystic. Oh yeah, I was Mystic. I probably would have picked Mystic too. But everybody I talked to when I was like, oh, we should all be on the same team so we could take, like, gyms together and stuff. And they're like, oh, we're all on Instinct. So I was like, right, I guess I'll be on Instinct. And then I went Mystic. <clears throat> Except for Valor. Don't, never be Valor. Never be Valor. But no, I, I've always been a huge fan of Articuno. I, I like icy and snow things. They've always been, like, a, a big kind of thing for me. I like freezing stuff. 
Like, if my dream superpower would be ice powers. Like, I just think it's really fucking cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, Zapdos I've always been a big fan of because of that Thunderbird influence. Because he very much looks like a Thunderbird. Yeah. Oh, get it? (laughs) Yeah, these these are pretty straightforward. So yeah. much to them. Yeah, I mean, Gen 1 wasn't the most creative generation. It really wasn't. But, so, yeah, other than that, that's about all I got for the birds. So, hopping over to Gen 2, we have the Legendary Beasts. Uh, they comprise of Entei, Suicune, and Raikou. So, they're based around the uh, uh, Eureka Tech City's uh, Brass Tower. So, this tower is uh, known to have burned long ago in a fire. And when you go into the city in the game, it's not called Brass Tower, it's called Burn Tower. Um, it's, it's said that they represent the three events that happened to the tower. The lightning that struck the tower, the fire that burned it, and the wind and rain that eventually put the fire out. Um, it's unknown whether they were always Entei, Suicune, and Raikou, or if they were some other Pokemon. But we know that they perished in the fire and revived, were revived by Ho-Oh. And then ho ends up becoming, like, the master of them while Lugia gets the birds. <clears throat> um, and some speculation is that they, before they were revived, they were once a Jolteon, a Flareon, and a Vaporeon to match all the typings. There's, like, some weird stuff that actually points to that, though, isn't there? Say that again? Like, the, like other than the fact that it matches the typings, wasn't there stuff that pointed towards it? Uh, I think so. Um, I think it was mostly that, and that they shared shared similar uh, body types. Yeah, because they were cat, all beasts, cat dog things. Yeah, eat, eat, eat dogs, eat dogs, dogs, cats, beasts, beasts. <laughs> Meow. Um, so uh, Entei has the appearance of a lion with uh, his head sort of resembling uh, Kabuto, and no, I'm not talking about the Pokemon. I'm <laughs> talking. I'm talking about the Japanese fighting helmet. Um, Entei's Pokedex entries state that every t- time he roars, uh, a volcano erupts. He can also which... talk to you with his mind. I learned that from the anime. <laughs> oh, yes, because the anime is just so great for all of the knowledge. That's where I get all my Pokemon mm. lore from. Goddamn. A ball of snow beating a talon flame, because that makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Raikou uh, has the appearance of a saber-toothed tiger, and his dex entries talk about how it can run like lightning, and um, it's said that it can shoot lightning from the clouds on its back. Its mane that goes down its back kind of looks like clouds, so it can, like, shoot lightning from it. And uh, <clears throat> Suicune's mane uh, might be a nod to the Aurora Borealis and the way it looks, and the, uh, the crest on its head, it's got, like, a hexagonal crest on its head, and it... Um, I've I've researched that it might be resemble a, a killin, and there are uh, mythical hooved uh, chimeras usually depicted with weird antlers, so that kind of resembles them. Um, and Suicune's dex entries talk about how it can uh, purify water and how it uh, runs or it uh, runs from the north wind or that it came from the north wind. Uh, it also is described as very elegant and graceful. And uh, the their their names also relate to uh, their primary typings. Yeah. So so when you look at these, my favorite has always been Suicune for a couple of reasons. One, Crystal. Yeah. Like Crystal was my favorite. Is 
still my favorite Pokemon game. Like, it is the best. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that any game that A has two kind of places you can go to, because you can do all of, uh, what is this, Hoenn? And all of Johto. Johto and uh, Kanto. Yeah, Johto and Kanto. You can do all of both of those in this area, in this game, as well as, like, the, the mix of silver and gold make for, I think, the perfect version of both. So, first off, Crystal's the best. No, if, I... you're, if you disagree with me, you're wrong, because your opinion is incorrect. <laughs> Secondly, I've always been a huge fan of how Suicune looks. Huge fan. Yeah, same. Because that weird antler thing is fucking weird as shit. I love it. He just walks around with his big rupee on his head. <laughs> and that, that like, isn't, like, racist. He just is the shape of a rupee. Like, I've just been a huge fan of it. So, Suicune's yours, too? Yeah, out of the three, yeah. Although, you <clears throat> did just find an Entei upstairs in my house. I did. Yeah, my... <laughs> it was so, so random. Yeah, I, I just thought it fit really well for some reason. So, my grandma drank a lot of tea. That's it. That's the end of the story. Yep. No, my grandma drank a lot of tea, and the tea that she got, rose something or other, always came with these, like, little porcelain like figures figures that, things <clears throat> things to which nick responded what do they do and i'm like exist <laughs> they're just the there but my family and has adopted them as uh tokens for dominoes because we play a lot of uh what is it uh, mexican train dominoes or whatever it's called we play a lot of dominoes like the actual game that you're supposed to play dominoes with that isn't just hitting them over uh, because we're fucking all 70-year-old white people, including my brother and I. So we play a lot of dominoes, and uh, we use those as the tokens. So my mom's like trying to show them to Nick, opens up the box to keep the tokens, and right at the top is a fucking Entei toy. And I'm just like, dope! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just like, oh, look, this one's a bunny. I'm like, this is Entei. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, Entei's following us this time around. Yes. Okay, so when we hit Gen 3, uh, it's the first time we're going to have more than one kind of set in Gen 3. Uh, so so the first ones we're going to talk about are the Legendary Titans. Regice, Regirock, Regice, Regice? See, that's the thing. How do you pronounce it? Because there's only one I. So all the other ones are Regirock, Registeel, but do you say Regice or do you say Regice? Because there's, there's not two I's. This is the conundrum. So you got... <laughs> fuck. So you got Registeel, Registeel, and Regis. The Regis are based on the golems from Jewish folklore. How much do you know about the golems from Jewish folklore other than what you wrote about this? Um, it's pretty much that. Like, I knew that they were made from, like, mud and clay and that they got, like, symbols on the heads that turn them on and off and you put, like, papers in their mouths to, like, do yeah, stuff with them. They're like a super weird kind of thing, and it's so weird that they're Jewish. I, I feel like it probably came from an old Slavic thing that got adopted by Jewish folklore. But yeah, because I'm me, and I'm obsessed with folklore and anything. I love golems. They're just fucking cool. So I, I looked into it, and it involves not just clay, but like blood and spit and like all different parts of being a human because you're making a human, essentially. Yeah. Or a mini one. So, like, I got real into these fucking things for a while. 
but I, I had to climb out of that hole before I tried to make one myself. Don't tempt me. I could have. But uh, I believe you. Could have had your own little golem. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have gone over well. But yeah, there's like a whole Jewish mage thing. Yeah, not and not the not the uh, Pokemon golem. Just just thought of that. I was thinking Smeagol. Yeah, you said golem at one point, but it's golem. Is it? Look how it's spelled. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's golem. not. It's not golem. That's uh, that's its own thing. Well, why would it be golem? Because there's no e at the end of the word. Siri. God damn it. How do you pronounce golem? It's that's how you say that's how you say the Pokemon. It's literally spelled the same way. <clears throat> I'm telling you, there's a difference. Cause, cause Gollum is spelled a different way too. Alright, hold up. I got YouTube open right now. Fuck, that's stupid. Golem. <laughs> Shout out to Emma Sang on YouTube. That video has 19,000 views. Remember when I had a YouTube channel? That's just 11 seconds of an automated voice going, Golem. Fuck, man. You were in the wrong market. Evidently. Okay, so the Reggies are based on the Golems from Jewish folklore. These were giant anthropomorphic beings made entirely of inanimate matter. Each one had seven dots arranged in a specific pattern on their face. This furthers their relationship to the golems as the golems of folklore had written on their forehead to activate or deactivate them. Yeah, it was like the Jewish word. It was like because the Jewish word for like dead or alive was the difference in one symbol in yeah. that. <clears throat> or like awaken. Like awakened death or something like that. Yeah. I think it was. So like you you would add or take away that symbol to bring it back to life and stuff. Long ago it was said that Regigigas 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 <laughs> Regigigas pulled the continents in place and formed the three out of his image from icy mountains, rocks, and magma. They were all worshipped at one point, but they were eventually sealed away. Regigigas in Sinnoh, and the other three in Hoenn. To wake up the three Regis, you have to perform specific tasks that are tedious and annoying. No, wait, that's not what this says. Uh, that I mean, you're not only, wrong. That can only be figured out by reading Braille. And to awaken Regigigas, you need the to have the other three Regis in your party, which always pissed me off, too, because I never use the fucking Regis. Regirock has an H-shaped pattern on its face, and its dex entry states that its body is entirely made of rocks, and if part of it happens to break up, off. It will find another rock to replace it. Uh, Regis. Regis. Regis Philbin. <laughs> Regis has a plus shape on its face, and its dex entry states its body is made of ice from the Ice Age. It can control frigid air of negative 328 degrees Fahrenheit or negative 200 degrees Celsius. I noticed you didn't put Kelvin down. Oh, excuse me. You're pissing off our chemists. God damn it. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> Excuse me, it's uh, 73.15 Kelvin. Thank you. Yep. Uh, and that not even magma or fire can melt it. 
Reggie Steele has a hexagonal shape on its face, and its dex entry says that its body is made of the strongest metal that cannot be scratched, and that apparently it is hollow. That has always interested me, by the way. What, that Reggie Steele's hollow? Yeah. And, like, the other two aren't? Yeah, and, and like, what... How is it alive, then? What's inside? Well, I mean, the other one's literally just a block of ice, and the other one's literally a bunch of rocks. Well, we haven't drilled to their fucking cores. Yeah, but they're just rocks. You can literally see through reg ice. It's it's baffling to me how they're alive. And Regigigus. 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 Is, like, this weird amalgamation of three. Kind of, yeah. He's, like, white with, like, leaves. I don't know. They're all fucking weird. Yeah. They're they're a weird Pokemon. Series. They really are. And like that's cool. Like and it was cool. just like the whole Braille thing was weird. And just like why do I gotta read Braille? And, and like have to shit in this room for fucking three hours. First or comes Relicant, last comes Waylord, Josh. Yeah, I remember Nick. <laughs> you need to have it like that. Yep. <sighs> Fuck that. Fuck these Pokemon. I think like whatever game. Uh, they were in um Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire too. Well, yeah, because they were in Ruby and Sapphire. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, I never fucking got them when I played Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, because fuck that. I literally was like, yeah, I don't feel like doing all this work. I think it's the same. Did, did they keep it the same? I don't remember. Yep, they kept it the same. I remember, don't worry. Was yeah. that? Yeah, they kept it the same. Cool. So, yeah, they, they just made it fucking annoying. Um, yeah, it's just... Fuck them. Like, on one level, I think it's really cool that they made, like, almost like an ARG just to get these fucking three weird-ass Pokemon that no one's going to use. Mm-hmm. But, like, on the other hand, that's just goddamn annoying. What did they do? I think I, I think I had Reggie Rock in my team for a while because I taught it strength <laughs> and rock smash. I used it as an HM slave. You're right. <laughs> like... All right, so <clears throat> also in Gen 3, we have the Eon duo of Latios and Latias, and I love, I like these two. I know you do. They're dope. They, they, they're cool. Specifically Latias, but I think that's because I had Sapphire growing up, so I always got Latias because that's See, in Sapphire. I had Ruby, yeah. so I'm a big fan of Latias. Um, so uh, these two look like a cross between like a dragon, a bird, and a jet plane. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is no, it, it's a bird plane. The dragon. Uh, I'm more than a bird. I'm more than a plane. I'm a Latios. <laughs> uh, Latios is the female of the pair, and uh, her dex entries state that she is highly intelligent and highly sensitive to people's emotions. She can also communicate with people telepathically and reflect light uh, to become invisible. Latios is the male pair of the two, and his dex entry also regards him as being highly intelligent, uh, as well as that he will only open his heart to a trainer with a strong, compassionate spirit, and it's said to be able to fly faster than jet planes, because he looks one himself. He's fucking rad. So uh, the two might get their inspiration from the concept of yin and yang, um, even though they're red and blue. They might also be based on aeons and Gnosticism because they often uh, are considered in uh, to be pairs of male and female and by the fact that Latios and Latias are considered the Eon Pokemon, and I guess that's how you actually say it in Gnosticism and not yeah. like you're playing Final Fantasy X. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, 
Um, I mean, because like the first time I saw it, it was like, I was like, oh, the uh, Aeons, like Final Fantasy. We're going to go to the temples and get all the Aeons for the no, pilgrimage. The A's silent, too. Basically, Gnosticism is a bunch of silent letters on it. I don't fucking know why. Um, so yeah, <laughs> but then I, I then I actually read how to how to pronounce it, and I was like, oh, that makes sense because they're both they're called Eon Pokemon. Yeah, it's so. it's yeah. Okay, so on to Gen Four, we begin with the Lake Guardians, which are I don't know, As Elf, Mesprit, and Uxi. Thank you, Uxi, 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 Uxi. I'm gonna say Uxi. I think I usually say Uxi. I don't know if that's As Elf, Mesprit, Mesprite, Mesprit. Mesprit. Yeah, I said Mesprit. I fucking, I butcher all it's these. You, it, in, Jap, the, in Japanese, it's Yuxi, uh, so there's a, say it with a Y, so yeah. Okay. Uh, these are called <laughs> the Lake Guardians, as each one resides in one of the major lakes of the Sinnoh region. They represent knowledge, Yuxi, emotion, Mesprit, and willpower, Azelf. They're based on Imperial regalia, uh, regalia of Japan and of the three sacred treasures of Japan, with those treasures being a sword, a mirror, and a jewel. The sword represents valor, the mirror represents wisdom, the jewel represents benevolence, Azelf, Yuxi, and Mesprit. If it, it is believed that they were created after Arceus created the universe and that all three were born from the same egg. Multiple decks entries state how they keep the world at balance and they each taught humans their own virtues that they represent. They're so peaceful for me, and I fucking never use these things, ever. Although I do like Azelf because uh, willpower. Green lanterns unite. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking these Pokemon just look like ripoff Muse. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I kind of do, yeah. Although you see, that's the one that keeps its eyes closed, right? Yeah, that one was always kind of cool looking too. Wasn't there dex entries on, like, if it opens its eyes? I don't believe so. I feel like I would have written that down if it was that fucking... That fucking egregious. Egregious. Nah. Oh, okay. Then it's all in my fucking head. You do. Well, I always thought up. it was cool. It was just, like, fucking Brock. <laughs> always had its eyes closed. Yeah, dude. Snorlax. <laughs> Gotta watch out for the ones with their eyes closed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, what the fuck? All the fat ones have their eyes closed. Uh, you just... You just Snorlax. No, there's that fighting one, the sumo one. Hariyama? Yeah. No, he has his eyes open. Does the pre-evolution? No. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. <clears throat> Wow, my Pokemon knowledge is not at its best right now. <laughs> I'm glad you're here, Nick. Yes. Um, so then we have Regigigas. Uh, he's the master of legendary titans, as we said before, and he created all three of them. He has six gemstone-like eyes in pairs of three colors, blue for Reg Regis, Regis, red for Regirock, and silver for Registeel. Uh, he's also based on the Hebrew Golems. Uh, more specifically, he could be based on the Golem of Prague. The golem grew stronger and stronger and eventually became uncontrollable That pe and people feared that it would be uncontrollable and sealed it away. It's one of the big folklore things of golems and everything, the golem of Prague, because this has been passed down from generation to generation because it's folklore, but we've never actually found the golem of Prague. Mm. So A, we don't know if it ever existed, and B, if it existed, 
that would mean golems exist. But there'd also be a room with a big-ass fucking golem in it that just could come alive. Yeah. Like, a, with the swipe of a finger. It's fucked up. Golems are cool. Golems. Um, uh, no, I'm, th- I'm talking the Lord of the Rings character now. Oh, okay. Uh, he trans-based on the Earth's inner core as a fire steel type. Other than that. It literally wasn't much about... Heatran doesn't fucking matter. Nope. Heatran... The only other thing about Heatran is that it's the only legendary that can be male or female. Um, yeah. Like, it's pretty <laughs> much just, like, it's deck entries. There's, like, it can... It has spots on its back because it's, its metal coating is burned, and, like, it can climb on walls with its sticky feet and, like, stuff it's like that. It's barely a legendary, in my opinion. It really is. Like, um, fucking Dragonite's a better legendary than fucking Heatran is. You're right. But, um, yeah, and then we could also talk about Cresselia, but I decided not to. Cause, I, I agree. Um, even though Cresselia isn't a mythical Pokemon by any standards, like, I know that, and, like, the third group is all mythical, it's, like, the counterpart to Darkrai, and Darkrai belongs in that group. So I just figured we'd just wait till the third one. No, I agree. I think that's the better choice. I, I most definitely agree. So now we move on over to Gen 5, and we have the Swords of Justice. We have Cobalion, Terrakian, and Verizian. Um, Isn't that the phone company? Yeah. They got a sponsorship. <laughs> You're a Pokemon now. Uh, so they're based around the French novel of the Three Musketeers. Uh, Terrakion is based on Porthos being the strongest and heavy of the group. Uh, Cobalion, uh, represents Athos being the leader of the group, and Verizian represents Aramis being the vain romantic member of the group. And then Keldeo is the fourth, which we're not talking about specifically because that's in the mythical one, but Keldeo would be D'Artagnan. Yeah, he would be the, the fourth musketeer, because in the three musketeer novel, they get a fourth one. Yeah, they take on a, yeah. a little fourth one, so Keldeo's, like, smaller, but we'll get to that. And, um... So basically, they they protect uh, Pokemon from humans uh, during the humans' wars. They'll protect. They'll f- actually fight off humans because they're endangering Pokemon. And like, if they like cause land destruction where like Pokemon live, they'll get these three will get pissed. Use them for land development. <laughs> and uh, so they just pr- they're just there as a as a protective force against uh, humans. Um, to protect the Pokemon that they care about. Right. And then uh, also in 5th Gen, we have the Forces of Nature being Tornadus, Thunderous, and Landorus. Um, two of them are based on the Shinto gods. Uh, Tornadus is based on Fujin, which is the god of wind, which makes sense because it's Tornadus. Um, Fujin is also depicted as having green skin, and Tornadus is green. Right. Uh, Thunderous is based on Rajin, the god of lightning. Makes sense, because Thunderous is electric. And also back when I was playing Smite, one of my best characters. <laughs> um, both uh, Fujin and Rajin were depicted as demons that now work for the gods. And in the game, uh, Tornadus and Thunderous are depicted as evil by some of the locos of Unova, uh, as they were said to almost destroy the land by the terrible storms the two created together. Uh, Landris, uh, could be based off of, uh, Inari, which is the god of fertility. Uh, it's often depicted as a young goddess carrying food or an old man carrying rice. 
And multiple dex entries talk about how uh, if you see Landris, you'll have good crops and rich soil. And uh, there's also many shrines uh, to Inari, and there's a shrine in the game where you actually find Landris that the people of Unova made to honor Landris as it stopped uh, Tornadus and Thunderous from destroying their land. They also have two forms. Uh, their normal forms that you see them pretty much in-game called their incarnate forms, pretty much just meaning they look more human-like, which they do, and then their Therian forms, meaning they look more animal-like. Tornadus becomes a bird, Thunderous becomes like a snake dragon thing, and Landris becomes some kind of feline beast. Do they ever really become their Therian forms? I don't remember. Mostly because I've never played this game. Um, There was a weird way. When the game... And so in 5th gen, there was a weird way to do it. You had to play some stupid VR game to get um, a mirror. There's a mirror that turns their that transforms their forms, and you had to do some like stupid VR game to get it. And then after previous after games after that, I think you just got the mirror and other in like more normal ways than playing some third VR game. <laughs> right. Um, Gen six didn't get shit. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, they dropped the ball on that one, in my opinion. They really did. They still did, because they did shit with Zygarde. Yeah. I don't want to hear shit. Oh, they put him in Sun Moon. I don't give a shit. They did shit with him. They did shit with him. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much either the main trios or anything considered mythical. I feel like Volcanion could have been considered for this, but because they didn't actually put him in the game, uh, nothing happened. But even yeah, exactly. though there's a section... In the game, in the de- in the desert, when you're going to the power plant, on the opposite side of the desert, there's more buildings in the back, and there's like three doors, and they're all locked, and it looks like you would find Volcano on there, because I think there's one where there's like steam, like vents Fucking popping probably. up. I was like, so like people think Volcano was supposed to be there, but you could never go in those, uh, those doors. And yeah, I forgot about Volcano. <laughs> pretty much, they pretty much was just like. So did Nintendo apparently. Yeah, they pretty much just like released him at like GameStop, and they're just like, "Here you go, here's Volcanion." Sorry. Bang. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been cool. All right, so moving on to Gen Seven, we have the Guardian deities: Tapu Koko, Tapu Lele, Tapu Bulu, and Tapu Fini. In game, the four Tapus are worshipped by the natives of, of Alola and often show up to those of great power, as well as assign the island Kaunas. Each island has its own uh, has its own Tapu. Mele Mele, which means yellow in Hawaiian, has the electric type Tapu Koko. Akala, which means pink, has the psychic type uh, Tapu Lele. Ulaulau, which means red, has the... Gr- the grass type Tapu Bulu uh, and Pony, which means purple, has the water type Tapu Fini. Well, each island is based on an actual island that has an official color that matches its in-game counterpart's name. Four Tapus could be based on the four Tiki gods of Hawaii. Tapu Koko is based on the Hawaiian god Ku, who is depicted as the feathered god known as the god of war. And his name means standing up in Hawaiian. Tapu Koko has a large, fe- uh, large feather mohawk on its head. It is shown fighting off the Ultra Beasts when they show up in the story, and he is known to protect the citizens of the island and saves your character at the beginning of the story. Tapu Koko is also found in the Ruins of Conflict. Uh, Tapu Bulu is based on the Hawaiian god Lono. Lono is the god of fertility and peace. Uh, In agricultural tradition, Lono was associated with rain and food plants. 
Uh, Bulu is a grass type. Tapu Bulu is also found in the Ruins of Abundance. Tapu Fini is based on the Hawaiian god Kanaloa. Kanaloa is known as the god of the sea, and Tapu Fini is a water type. Tapu Fini is also found in the Ruins of Hope. Tapu Lele is based on the Hawaiian god Kane, like the WWE wrestler. Yeah. Kane is known as the god of light and life, unlike the WWE wrestler. <laughs> He is also known as the creator of the sky and upper heavens and earth. The creator stuff could fit into Lele's psychic typing. As for the god of life, Tapu Lele is found in the ruins of life. These are very obviously based on these Hawaiian gods. Oh, they're super. It was super obvious. And that, that I don't they were based care on how obvious it is because that is a culture that does not get enough love in video No, games. it does. And like, just like, I just love that this whole game was island, it was super Hawaiian inspired. <laughs> you really should. I know. I really should. Uh, but yeah. But yeah, yeah, I've really, I've always been a, a big fan of how everything looks in this game. Even the the guardian deities, they look so fucking cool. Other than that, that's about it as far as uh, the different kind of legendaries we have on this lore list. Lore list. Alliteration. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd say out of all of them. On a lore level, I really do like the Titans because mm-hmm. I like golems. <laughs> I like golems, and uh, I like golems. Golems. Uh, and on a actual visual and game level, I gotta love the birds, man. Articuno's my boy. <laughs> Your boy. My boy. But yeah, and yeah, I've always been, always been a big fan of the birds. Although the dogs are pretty solid through the beasts. Yeah. Because back in my day, we called them the dogs. Yeah. No, I used to call them the dogs, too. Yeah. It's just a thing. I, I'm sure a lot... I feel like a lot of people used to do that. Because we didn't have actual titles on them. Yeah. Back in the day. Back in the day. We just had the birds, and then they we had these four bipedal things, but we were like, oh, I must be dogs, because they ain't cats! Even though, like, one of them is literally a saber-toothed tiger, and, and the that's there's more, a lion! Literally cats. <laughs> but, um... We weren't smart children, Okay. You called them dogs too, so I don't want to hear you shit. Yeah, I don't think anyone in this room. You cannot. Hasn't. I was talking to the audience. You me cannot too. judge. You can't judge me. And if you called them cats, you were just as bad. Because you were made fun not, of. They're be- yeah, You were bullied relentlessly. And it's not because you were still playing Pokemon when this came out. It's because you called them cats instead of dogs. You had to be a hipster. And you know what? You had to be different. You deserved it. Probably. <laughs> but yeah, that's a that's yeah. no, yeah, I agree. I also like the I like the tapus. I thought the tapus were really cool. Yeah, they are really cool. I I really should probably play that game. You really should. I really like that game. It's 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 very different because it's trials instead of gyms. Right. But I don't know. It's still a really fun game. No, it was never What the fuck is wrong with me today? All bodily functions are happening during this podcast. That's usually when they happen. It was never uh it was it was never because I the game was different. It, it's more because I just don't want to go through the effort of it. Oh God forbid you play fucking twenty hour game, dude! I'm playing like an endless game right now. I know, playing several endless games right now. Actually, going on a trip. Pokemon is literally the best for trips. No, I'm, I'm gonna play Turnip. So, Nick, what have you been playing? I've been playing Last of Us because it's really fun and I'm trying to get through that. 
because I never actually played it. Yeah, dude, that game's solid. Uh, is the multiplayer still active for that? Um, I think I remember an option. I know that I, there's multiplayer in it. Oh. I don't. I haven't. I don't care. Yeah, I didn't care either. It's kind of like when they put multiplayer in Uncharted Four. Like I don't, I don't care. I just want a Nathan Drake. Yeah, I feel yeah. But and then uh, still trying to go through Earthbound here and there. Slowly, <sighs> slowly but surely. What a video game! What a game! I think I just got the seventh, seventh shrine. Is that what the, the? It was in the pink clouds. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't have to do them in any particular order, but yeah. And it's the one I just did, and I think it was the seventh. See, not far from the end at all. No, I'm pretty sure I'm almost done. Yeah, you should fucking beat that game. That game. I mean, it's only, only like twenty years old. That game came out in 1999. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it's it's a fucking... It's an old-ass game. Game's older than some people I know. Yeah, and, you right. And, like, people. People. 1994. Jesus. That game... In Japan. I don't know if it... I'm sure it's different in English. Yeah, 19... All right. 1995 in North America. Let me tell you. So, the North American release for that game is as old as our friend Casey. Yeah, dude. It's literally like two years older than me. Uh, two years younger than me. Yeah. I don't know how to math. Yeah, that's pretty fucking weird, in my opinion. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that's definitely... Let me know when you finish that, because that game is oh, solid. Definitely, I definitely will. And if you ever want to, I for Game Boy Advanced, I have a uh, homebrewed English copy of Mother 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got it for Christmas from my cousin last year. Shout, shout out to Seth. So, and that's the one where you play as Lucas, who you, everyone knows from Smash. Yes. So, yeah, I if you ever want to, I have that for Game Boy Advance. It's fucking great. I mean, I'd played through it before Game Boy Advance. I played through it on an emulator. Yeah. This I finally got to play it the way it was meant to be played because the Japanese release for it was for Game Boy Advance. Right. So it was really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably pick it up. It was a pretty nice homebrew. Uh, as for me, I've been playing a fuck load of Dead by Daylight. <laughs> Actually had time to play video games, uh, other than fucking working. So I've been playing a lot of Dead by Daylight because of the Leatherface release. And I am pushing shit in as him. He, I've gotten to the point where I'm just good with him. Mm-hmm. So I'll be running around. So like the other day... I don't know if you know how Dead by Daylight works. Yeah, I've watched you play it. Okay, so Multiple you have the times. hooks. Yeah. I had s- someone unhook someone as I saw it, and I came over with the chainsaw, and I just buzzed them both down. <laughs> and I got, I was in the basement, so yep. there's the four hooks oh, in the yeah, basement. Yeah. I was yeah. like, boop, boop, thank you. <laughs> have a good day. <laughs> like... Oh, man. I, I had a match where they didn't get any generators on because I killed them so fast as Leatherface. It, it's brutal. Yeah, dude. It, Sounds it. It's great. It is It is a grand old time. I am so happy that this game exists in my life. So, yeah, I've just been playing a shit out of that. And I'm going to play the Huntress after I am get bored with Leatherface because I heard she's good. Plus, I want to get her perk where like you get bonuses off totems or something i don't know also i think it's really cool that she hums a lullaby the entire time that's dope she's russian right yeah and uh and there's a lullaby 
I'm not going to say the name of it because it's in Russian. But basically, it's about how you should uh, sleep with all four feet on your head lest a wolf grab your foot. Well, then. Because Russia's dark. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so uh, that's what the lullaby is about. The entire time, like, she's got... When you have a perk going and a certain perk going, and, like, when you're tracking someone, she'll just start humming that song. And I'm like, dude, that's fucking dark. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, that's cool. Some f- fucking creepy shit. Yeah, and uh, as creepy as it is, I'm so in on it. So in. Yeah, yeah. You you had me at Hello, Huntress, so I really need to play as her. But she's going to be my next endeavor, and then I'm probably going to level up the doctor some more after that. The doctor. Uh, other than that, I've been playing Stardew Valley for the first time. Yeah, and how's that? man... So I, I get to sit and think about it, whatever, while I'm at work. Because, like, if there's a lot of... Downtime? It's not downtime as much as, like, I can think. Yeah. I have time to think. So a lot of times I'll be thinking, like, what do I want to do in this game? What? I'll, it's where I get my random thoughts from. But, dude, today I was planning out my farm. <laughs> like, where am I going to plant turnips next? Like, I'm just, like, getting my farm all planned out. Because, like, I think this game sucked me in. This stupid fucking farm sim. I think it sucked me in. Yeah, dude. Because it, it's charming as fuck. That shit's the worst when you're, like, at work and you're just, like, planning stuff out for, like, a game. And then you're just like, fuck, I just want to play the game. Like, yeah. I did it super... Uh, this was, like, a couple of years ago. I was, like, super into competitive Pokemon. And, like, I would make competitive Pokemon constantly just to try out new new sets and new teams and then I would go online and fight with them and I'd just sit at work with like paper and a pencil and just write out teams and I was like shit now I just want to go home and make all these teams and like try them out it was the worst yeah it was just so brutal and like I kicked the chair I'm sitting at work thinking because it's uh it's a bit kind of game so everything's on a grid system so I'm thinking like here's my farm let's plan out this grid system I'm like, I could put this here, I could put this here. Now I want to just fucking do that. And like, dude, and like, I never get into these games. Like, Animal Crossing wasn't really my thing. Like, I've played Harvest Moon before, wasn't really my thing. They aren't bad games. They just never really were me. Mm. But Stardew Valley has me by the balls right now. Is it, uh... So does it, like, punish you for not playing for a while? No. Okay. Time doesn't continue when you're not playing. Okay. It's not like Animal Crossing. Yeah, I was going to say, because you made that comparison. And, and I had thought about that before you said Animal Crossing, but I was wondering if, like, you put this game down for, like, a week and picked it back up of, like, everything would be dead. No. Okay. That's not dope. at all. That's dope. Yeah, it's really cool, because, like, you only have so much time in a day, mm-hmm. but seasons keep rolling. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm in my first spring right now. So, like, I'm very early in the game because you start in spring. I'm uh, about halfway through my first spring, but then spring comes summer. You can do certain things in the summer that you can do in the spring and certain things in the spring you can do in the summer. You have fall and winter too. So like days keep rolling and you're trying to accomplish certain things in a day, like keeping your farm going and keeping everything fresh and stuff. And then, but like eventually there's going to be a lot of shit to do and you're going to have to get like automated services and stuff for it. So like I just unlocked the ability to make a sprinkler system. So I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. I'm going to fucking rip this shit up. I'm putting out a sprinkler system. <laughs> so then I won't have to waste time in a day watering my plants individually because the sprinkler system will take care of it. Right, right. 
So, like, it's just, like, really cool shit like that. Like, there's, like, a perk system almost or a level-up system within it. So, like, my farming's at level 2 now. At level 1, I was able to make scarecrows because crows kept breaking in, like, flying into my garden and taking my crop. Like, fuck you! So I, I finally made a scarecrow. I was like, cool, I got a scarecrow. And, like, you could talk to the scarecrow and the scarecrow will be like, I scared away one crow! Like, he's super hyped that he's doing his job. And I'm like, <laughs> dope. It's adorable. But, um... Yeah, I mean, the game is pretty adorable. And, like, you can get married in it. You, like, get to pick whether you want a cat or a dog at the beginning of the game. And at some point early on, like, one of the people in the town comes over and like, found this stray cat in your farm. Do you want it? And I'm like, fuck, yeah, my cat's name is Dudley. <laughs> like, my farm's called Marm Farm. My character's bright green. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> but, yeah, it's really cool in my opinion. It's It's, like, a lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds it. And, and I'm really gonna. I'm, it, it's a difficult that I'm getting into this game, but I need to start like growing new things because because I'm me. I'd really like to start a brewery in this game. That's my goal. My goal in this game is to start a brewery and be a brewing business. So, gotta get on that status. You can make those haps. Yeah, you literally can. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, and you can like make. There's like star fruit and stuff, and you like through the brewing system, you can make star fruit wine. Oof. But, like, it's super rare, but it sells for a lot because it's wine made of fruit that came from the sky. Like, yeah, I'm just, like, so into this game. Yeah, it sounds really fun. As well as Dead by Daylight. So, like, on one hand, I'm running around with a chainsaw literally butchering people because I have a bunch of memento moris now. That's also really cool. I'll explain that real quick. So, you got a bunch of perks that you unlock from your skill tree, whatever. That doesn't matter. But you get these things called memento mori. And uh, because I'm a little bit unfamiliar with Dead by Daylight at that point, I got one for Leatherface, and it was like, uh, the entity allows you to claim this one. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? So basically, you use it, and if the last person... There's a bunch of different tiers of it, so like this was a more common one. But if the last person al alive... If you've killed everyone and there's one person alive, you can kill that person. You don't have to hook them. It's dope. That one's for you. <laughs> so, like, I came over. I was like, how the fuck does this work? And he just starts revving his chainsaw. He's just like, the guy's on the ground, and Leatherface is just ch chainsawing him. Just, like, over his head, yelling and chainsawing him. It's like, what the fuck? Because, like, Leather, that one was for him. Yeah. He was allowed to have that one. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. just Leatherface butchering him. That's great. I was like, are you... I had to watch them all after that, so I went on YouTube. Like, the hag rips out organs and eats them. Like, the doctor picks up your head and just electrocutes it, just cooking it. I was like, this is insane! I love it! <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah, I was, like, real into that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, so, that's insane. So, yeah, I was able to get Memento Mori's for the first time. Um, Sounds like a Harry Potter spell. Uh, I, th I think it's Latin for, a, like, death memory or something. Because <laughs> Mori, I know, is death. Memento, remember. I don't know. My Latin's a little off. Yeah. Considering I never took Latin. Yep. But, uh, yeah. So, like, on one hand, I got this literal butchering game. On the other hand, I have this cutesy farm game. And the balance is nice. Let me tell you. <laughs> Just get, balances it Get up. real pissed at Dead by Daylight. Switch to Stardew Valley. Get a little bit bored of Stardew Valley. Let's get some butcher on. Let's get some chainsaws revving. Yeah. So 
I, I've been going back and forth between that. But other than that, I don't really, I haven't been playing much. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, Memento Mori is a Latin phrase meaning, remember you must die. Well then. So that's what that means. When I'm cutting up something, I'm using ability called, remember you must die. It's metal as shit. Jubba, 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 jubba. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that's about it for me. That's about it for you. Yep. So, uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, both of them are Navi underscore Tails. Again, because I fucked it up the first time. Navi underscore Tails. Uh, hit us up on there. Tell us how much you love us. Yeah. And maybe, just maybe, we'll tell you how much we love you. Yeah. If you got some uh, questions you want to ask. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe we can... Do a Q&A thing if we get enough. Oh, yeah, dude. I'd be down. Uh, yeah. And uh, if you're enjoying this, maybe tell your friends. If they like video games, too. Tell your friends. Tell your coworkers. Tell your mother. Hi, Mom. If they don't know how to do podcasts, tell them how to do podcasts and tell them to, to download ours. Oh, yeah. Hell and, yeah. And anybody, anybody else's you like listening to. Listen to all the podcasts. I feel like podcasts is like a really strong building media, but there's a lot of people that go, how the fuck do I listen to that? They they seem unaccessible, but they're hundred percent. They're accessible. super accessible, but yeah, it's like everybody that doesn't normally listen to podcasts, they're like foreign as shit. Yeah, like I have to explain how to use podcasts to people regularly. Like I was doing it to fucking Janice the other day, our friend Janice. She was like, "I want to listen to podcasts. You know any good ones?" I was like, <laughs> "Ours." I, uh, yeah, that's one of the ones I said. I was like naming a bunch of podcasts. I go, "There's also this cool podcast, Navi Tales. You should definitely listen to." And then she's like, shut the fuck up, Josh. <laughs> but yeah, go, to, go spread the word, whether it's ours, somebody else's. I just feel like... Just spread the word of podcast. It's a cool medium. It's a growing medium. It's a medium that we obviously enjoy. Yeah. Uh, it's it's definitely a way to get your voice and <laughs> out to a lot of people and maybe just talk about things that you m- may not be able to talk about with anyone else. That's why we started this podcast. Nick and I found that we were talking about this a lot, and we realized that there wasn't a podcast devoted to video game lore out there. There's podcasts devoted to different kinds of video game lore, like there's podcasts devoted to uh, World of Warcraft lore. Uh, there's podcasts. There's one that, if you're into Dark Souls or those series, I would definitely recommend. Listen to Bonfire Side Chat. They literally go like step by step. Each episode is an area in one of the Souls games. So they go into the lore, into the gameplay elements, into everything. It's a really cool podcast. But while I was searching for lore podcasts, I never found just a general lore podcast. So that's what this is. We we decided that we like enough video games and we like enough shit. We could definitely do something like that. So if you like it, please reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you. Please tell your friends because we'd love for them to be able to hear our shit. And yeah. That's about it. Yeah. So uh, again, just to reiterate... Social media, Navi underscore Tales. Uh, check us out. Hit us up. Do it. Please. I beg you. <laughs> We're lonely. I'll only have Nick. I only have a week till they kick me out. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna turn the lights off. <laughs> that means no more games. I can't play games without the lights, guys. All right. Until next time. See ya. Love you. Go limb. Let us drink.
to the freaking weekend. I'll drink to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hit my hand on the table. Good like, job. right on the corner. <clears throat> Good me, job. Hit me straight in the bone. Like, it felt like I got a zap dose to the finger. <laughs> Just like the, sh the shock. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Puns. <clears throat> Gnosticism. Gnosticism? Yeah. The G is silent. Gnosticism? Yeah. <laughs> Go limb. I'm a bird plane. Motherfucking bird plane. It's interesting to, like, watch you I focus. Yelling. I was yelling at someone about invalidating my emotions. Yeah, but you were, you were just, like, super focused on that text to the point where you were just, like, shrugging to yourself. Yeah. I know I do that sometimes. <laughs> it's just funny. Yeah, I was yelling at someone for invalidating my emotions. How dare you! How, <laughs> how dare you, sir! Blemle. Melee, melee. Melee, melee. Huh. That's a fucking dumb Blam -la. name. Blemle. <laughs> Blemle. <laughs> and Pony. Sure. Fuck it. You know, I was doing pretty solid trying to not butcher the Hawaiian language, but fuck it. Just from the top. Take three. Go limb.